Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! You are now listening to Your Life, the Mixtape. Welcome to uh, Your Life, the Mixtape, Volume 4. This is the first episode of the new season, and I am beside myself uh, to welcome my very first guest for what promises to be the biggest season of this show ever. Um, As much as I complain about uh, social media, sometimes the algorithms and the social media gods deliver gifts unto me. And anyone who knows me knows that 90s R&B and Britpop are the two great musical loves of my life. And this week, I am thrilled to welcome to the show the bisexual alt-pop princess, the one, the only, the amazing, the incredible Bex. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. What an intro. What an intro. <laughs> I am I am available to come to all of your shows and just ramble that off anytime you walk into a room, just anything. I'm ready. I'm going to fly you out for the next one. You just you just did a show. You headlined a show last night, right? Yeah, I literally did my own self-produced, self-promoted headliner last night because um, I was launching my new song, which has probably been out for ages by the time that people listen to this, but it just came out like 11 hours ago for me. So I'm on a high. And yeah, I, I did a headliner yesterday. It was sick. That's fantastic. That's exciting. Um, so tell me, what is the last song that you listened to? I wish I could say something cooler, but it's literally my own song. Um, because I woke up this morning and saw that I was on New Music Friday and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go listen to Prettier on New Music Friday. So that's that's what that's the last thing I listened to. It is my own song, Prettier by Bex, which is out today, but has, you know, it's been out for ages for everyone else. That is to to be fair that is also the last song that i listened to so right well i appreciate you <laughs> it is it is a bop thank you um other than yourself who is an artist that you feel like everyone should be listening to i have two okay um number one rena sawayama who is just starting to get the credit that she really, really deserves. I think that her songwriting is incredible. Um, if people don't know Rena, she is a 
British Japanese alt pop artist um and her debut album came out in 2020 it's incredible it's called Sawayama and then her second album is coming out in like two weeks I think which I'm very excited for because all of the singles that she's been releasing off that album are just um she has this song called Catch Me in the Air which is like it's just so beautiful it it sounds like like kind of like a romanticized skydive and I don't I don't know if sounds like a romanticized skydive means anything to anyone else, but it means something to me. Um, and then my other one that I think everyone should be listening to is Tom Aspel. Um, he's from the West Midlands in the UK and he does like fantastic disco and high energy bangers. Um, and he's just really good. I, um, I just started listening to him uh, the other day. He he came across uh, on Spotify and I was like, oh, oh, this is, yes, this is what's yeah. up. He's so, so good. And he's also very lovely. We've done a couple of shows together like oh, this nice. Pride season and he's brilliant. I love that. Uh, so taking it back a little bit, what is the first song that you remember hearing? I don't know like realistically it it will be something like the Thomas the Tank Engine theme tune <laughs> or like something from Sesame Street like that that realistically is it um but the first CD that I ever owned was S Club by S Club 7 nice um, I don't know if you guys had S Club 7 but I hope that you did because it was my childhood um and then my mum's taste in music was like what kind of defined what my taste in music has come to be. Um, and she liked Pet Shop Boys, Elton John, George Michael, ABBA. And we also listened to a lot of like Aretha Franklin and Mahalia Jackson. Nice. So just just yeah. all across the spectrum then. Yeah, she was she was a pop girly fundamentally. My mom, I mean, she still is. She's 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 still with us. Um, she's a pop girly fundamentally, but she also loves a bit of soul. So that was what I got into basically. I love that. Uh, what what is the song that you always put on when you're in your feelings? There's this band called Mr. Wives who are like most, mostly US based. So you might be the first person I'm speaking to who might actually have heard of Mr. Wives. No one I ever speak to in the UK has ever heard of them. Um, but they have this song called The End, which is about the lead singer and the drummer divorcing. And um, it's got this line in it that goes, oh, good things come to an end to make room for new beginnings. And like every time it gets to that line, which is like in the bridge, I, I could cry. I love that. And yes, I have heard of them. Uh, so yeah. so you, are, you are not alone in your, in your love for, for that band. It's the Super Bloom album, just like it, it soundtracked my COVID, which you would think would be a really bad experience, but it made <laughs> everything so much better. Nice. On on kind of the flip side of that, I what's the song that always puts you in a good mood? Um, Abba, lay all your love on me. Nice. You can't hear the opening of that song and not go, oh, come on then. <laughs> you just can't. You can't. It's this is this is true. This is true. 
I, what is the best song to sing in the shower? Um, anything from the Kelly Clarkson Breakaway album or Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Oh, nice. Yeah, like they're just there's there's some songs that you don't really wheel out often, but they're just really good for a scream sing. And that's that's them. Yeah, I like Avril's kind of in like this reemergence um, over here. Uh, she just got she just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, recently. As she should. Right, right. She was. She was everything when she came out. Uh, I remember just she created this trend um and i don't know if if y'all had it where you wore like a ribbed tank top and a and a tie just for no reason um just all the time yes i i mean so i don't really remember avril coming up like i was very much still in my like i love s club phase at that point um but when i sort of hit like 13, 14, I started to be like, well, I'm going to be emo now. And like what that meant was I'm going to listen to Avril Lavigne now. Um, and then like, I do think that like the way that she dressed, you know, like years before then had a really big influence on all of us who were, you know, in my school who were deciding that she was our God now. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what is the song that best summarizes what love is? I think I've gone with a really controversial pick, but I didn't I didn't know what to choose. But I've gone with um, All the Things She Said by Tattoo. Bold choice. OK. I know. But if you if you look at the lyrics, it's just like, oh, I'm obsessed with her. All the things she said running through my head. Like, I feel completely lost because like I'm just so obsessed with you. I'm so in love with you. Like, it's kind of, it kind of. Yeah. It kind of hits the grief. But obviously uh, you don't necessarily think of it because it's not like a, you know, it's not like a slow romantic ballad. It's just like a, a crazy pop punk song. Yeah. Huh. That is, that is the first time that that song has been brought up for this particular question. So, <laughs> so, so welcome to the pantheon of first time answers. Congratulations. Well, it's an honor to accept. <laughs> I'm mean, gonna have to like figure out like t-shirts or something when that happens. Please, please do. So on the flip side of that question, what is the greatest breakup song? Oh, see now I've chosen one that I think everyone chooses. Um, Fleetwood Mac, Go Your Own Way. First time answer. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I think that you. I think that people need to be listening to rumors more. Did, I mean, if if there was a question for the greatest breakup album, it would have to be rumors because it's, yeah. it's, it's just what it's about. Yeah. I mean, actually, I, if there was a greatest breakup album, I would choose Super Bloom by Mr. Wives. Fair. That's fair. Because you get because that's a twenty-song album. You get every stage. <laughs> including moving on to new partners you get all of it and it's i love it um yeah the, i mean i just go your own way by fleetwood mac like i just think it's it's the opening of it for me like it just gets me straight away and it's 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 one of those like 
upbeat kind of breakup songs that you don't you don't register that oh oh this is okay yeah yeah it's for me it's also one of those ones where like I hear the opening like I can hear like the opening and my ears just prick up and I'm like oh there go time to go and scream sing yes like oh oh we're in a Fleetwood moment okay yes we're there yes what's perfect breakup song it is perfect what is what is the song that has to be played at max volume all the time? Um, for me, what gets turned up right to full volume in my headphones, if I've got it on, um, my friend Toba has this song called Pipe Dream um, with another artist called Rilo. Um, I don't know if you know Toba or Rilo, but if you like sort of bubblegum pop, hyper pop, I would recommend listening to both of them. Um, and Pipe Dream is my favorite Toba song. It's literally just like a silly little song about um, having sex. And oh. it's it's just really fun. It just really slaps. I'm going to check that out. Taking yeah, notes. I really, really like it. Taking notes. Um, I was, full disclosure, I was stalking your uh, TikTok before we did this. Um, and your uh, queer artist's to listen to during pride uh just i was just writing everything i was like okay yes 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 we're doing this we're doing this now so yeah well because i have this radio show um on glitter beam um and i do their new music show every friday night i've literally got to put my playlist together after this um <laughs> I've basically i've i've learned a lot of queer artists and i know where to find new queer music now like i'm good at it Uh, I've been doing it for about a year and I feel like I've just got into the groove where I can find a complete new playlist of like 30, 32 songs in under an hour now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that does mean that like I don't often listen to the whole song until I'm playing it, but I can like listen to enough clips of the song where I'm like, (laughs) okay, yes, this is good. I'm putting it in. It's well produced. I like it. What does the press release say? Cool. I found it on their website. That's, um, that's kind of how I go about um, booking for uh, my other show, Headliners, uh, that Bex mm. will appear on later in the first season. Um, you know, I'll I'll get a message, hey, can I come on the show? And I'll I'll go through the Instagram and we'll, and watch the reels that say, hey, this is my new song. Mm. And if if it's something that I go okay, I, I would listen to them. I'm like, yes, let's, let's get you on. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I feel that. Yeah. What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? Well, this I think is going to be a first time answer. Um, in the film, My Best Friend's Wedding, there is a absolutely hysterical use of I say a little prayer um and there's this there's this scene which like is completely farcical the first time you watch it but like the second time you watch it you're like oh this is really good actually um essentially Julia Roberts is in love with Dermot Mulroney he is her best friend he is getting married to Cameron Diaz um she's gonna try and ruin their wedding and um her friend her friend Rupert Everett comes to like try and you know talk some sense into her help her out 
and she ends up saying that they're engaged and he's like made in this restaurant to say how they met and he basically does it in the way that he thinks is going to embarrass her most by telling this elaborate story about Dion Warwick and then going um and this is what Dion said to me the moment I wake up and getting everyone around the table like but like you know Dermot Moroni's family Cameron Diaz's family like everyone there to sing I say a little prayer with him and it gets to the point where like the whole restaurant is playing like one of the chefs sits down at a piano there's people like waving lobsters in the background um it's very very silly but like if you look at the way that all the characters are looking at each other across the table it's really meaningful like I, re I really really love that scene like I, I could write an essay on how it's the greatest rom-com scene of all time um and that film also uses um the way you look tonight Sinatra version um really really well like it's like their song um Julia Roberts and Dermot Waroni the, the best friends um in my best friend's wedding um it's like their song and so it plays a couple of times and like the final time she like she gifts it to the new married couple and it's like you know you can have it because you don't have a song um you can borrow ours and it's like the kind of nice climax of the film it's really nice. Like, I, I really like the way that film uses music. And it's not a film that's about the music at all, but just, like, the times when it's used is, like, chef's kiss. That's, that's a fantastic answer. And you are absolutely you. correct. That is the first time. Yeah. Also, that. listen, not to, not to plug myself, but I <laughs> love that film so much that I wrote a song about it. So if you want to go and listen to One More Night by Bex, it literally has the line, we'll be dancing to the way you look tonight. That's about my best friend's wedding. That uh, One More Night was actually the song that I listened to right before I messaged you back and was like, yes, please come on my show. There we go. Well, it's yeah. about my best friend's wedding. And the video is adorable, by the way. Thank you. I stole it from the opening credits of my best friend's I, wedding. Now, now that you've said that, <laughs> I, I was replaying the visual and I was like, holy shit, that's the opening to that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic, though. I love it. I'm just always referencing. <laughs> <laughs> I start to finish... What film has the best soundtrack? Um, this is one that everyone should say, but I'm not sure anyone has. Shrek 2. Ooh. Shrek I... 2 has a fantastic soundtrack. Um, like from like the David Blow but the David Bowie Butterfly Boucher version of Changes, um, like to like Counting Crows, it's got that Eels song, I Need Some Sleep, which is like really well used. And um, let's also not forget the two original songs by Jennifer Saunders as the fairy godmother, um, which are both fantastic. Well, I say original, obviously holding out for a hero is not original, but it feels right. like it was the first ever version of the song. Yes. Like yes. it is a cover that's better than the original. And people can argue with me on that if they want, but they will be wrong. Yeah, no, that's you are you are absolutely correct in that statement that yes. It's, and that like, is... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that Jennifer Saunders' semi-joke cover of Holding Out for a Hero is better than Bonnie Tyler, but it just is. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will, I will, I will die on that hill with you because Thank it's, you. you know, hey, I, Jennifer Saunders, if you're listening to this, I, 
I would appreciate a just like full on like lounge jazz cover album of 80s hits. Yes. Yeah, yeah, do that, please, Jen Bobes. Um, if yeah. you need anyone to help you with um, song selection or production, um, at BexMP3 on Instagram, I will respond to your DM. Yes. There we go. But only, if you're Jennifer, only if you're Jennifer Saunders. Right. We're, we're, we're manifesting today. We're manifesting. Yeah. What television show has the best theme song? Um, so for this one, I, I almost said Friends. Um, <laughs> but then I thought, let's be less generic. Um, and I'm going to go with Pokemon. Huh. Like that, that Pokemon, gotta catch them all. It's you and me. Like that's, that's just really good. It's, First it's time kind answer. of got this like it's kind of got like this like 80s power pop vibe where like it's like you want to kind of like punch the air on every line. Um it's good. It's good. I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um that is that is the first time that that's been been said ever in the history of the show. I can't believe it. Yeah. People people need to wake up and smell the pokemon. <laughs> Um, most popular answer to that question is, uh, is usually Golden Girls. I have never seen Golden Girls. Oh, no. I know, but I, I'm, I'm slightly too young and definitely too English. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Like, I think, I think if I was American, I would have seen Golden Girls. Oh, Yeah. And it would be part of, you know, like my sort of like stand my generation standard pop culture thing. But because I because I'm not I, I don't know it. <laughs> That's fair. What is the best song from a Disney film? Um, I went with Breaking Free from High School Musical. Oh, nice. Just kind of a classic. I'm And I. I was never super into like animated Disney films as a kid. I don't think like I really liked Sleeping Beauty. I had that on VHS, um, which ages me. Um, <laughs> and I had a few of them on DVD as well. Um, but I, yeah, kind of the Disney film I was most into was High School Musical because that was when I finally got Disney Channel. I never had Disney Channel for the longest time. And then when I was like, I want to say like 11, we got Disney Channel for like a year and High School Musical was on in that year. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And Breaking Free is a classic banger. That is, that is fair. Um, you are just full of first time answers today. I love well, it. The thing is, I think like a lot of people like are really into the animated Disney movies or like maybe they've got like nieces or young kids who they'd have like watched stuff like Frozen or Encanto with. Like I don't. So it doesn't mean that much to me. Um, yeah. What is the song that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, this song comes on, you're going to dance to it? Um, a song called Pretty Great by Fickle Friends. And that song is so good that it caused me to get mugged back in February. Um, I was walking down the street listen I 
I live in what, what used to be quite like a rough area of London. Like it's it's basically fine now, but you can get mugged anywhere. You can get mugged in a village if you <laughs> are silly. And I was being silly. I was walking down this street with my headphones on, like out loud singing along to Pretty Great and like sort of like half dancing along the street because it's so, so good. And um, it got to the end of the song. I was at like a crossing um, waiting for the green man. Went to... um put pretty great back to the beginning of the song because it was just at the end of the song and um someone ran past me and and stole my phone right out of my hand and oh I was God. just like and and pretty great kept playing for a good two minutes while they ran away <laughs> <laughs> just in my Bluetooth headphones and I was like I don't like I can't even be mad I absolutely deserve that <laughs> Like I'm, I'm glad that it was not the like. I think normally when you when someone says they got when they got mugged, you think that it's like a violent thing. But I, I, I think technically it counts as mugging just if it gets nicked off you on the street, yeah. um, in like a way where you see them do it. It's not pickpocketing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a song so good that I, I, I got mugged when trying to put the song back to the beginning. Wow. And if that was a worse song, I've got, I've got beef with Fickle Friends now because if that was a worse song, I wouldn't have wanted to do that. <laughs> what is the song that means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself. The, the song itself could be shit, um, but more because of the memories you have attached to it. Um, it is Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Oh, wow. Um, a few years ago, my auntie died um, quite young. She was 47, I think. Um, and she knew that she was going to die. She had terminal brain cancer. Um, and she like pick, she basically planned her own funeral, um, which hilariously, my grandma also planned her own funeral, who was her mum. Um, and they both picked all their own music apart from my grandma hated music. So she was like, I'll pick the hymns, but you have to, you have to pick the actual music. Um, so we recycled it from my auntie Nicola's funeral. Um, and yeah, Nicola loved the song Walking on Sunshine. And like, it was her, it was her play out song for her funeral. And um, now I can't listen to that song and not cry. Cause it was just, it was such a horrible day. Like, yeah, it was, it was the first funeral I'd ever been to because until that point I was kind of always a bit young to be going to funerals like when my granddad died when I was like 10 I didn't go to his funeral because I was I was 10 and I don't need to go to a funeral I'm already sad that my granddad's died um but yeah it was the first funeral I ever went to and it was Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves and it wrecked me oh wow so definitely no 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 covers of that in your future. Oh, I actually did a cover of it the same year, but I couldn't get through the song. Oh wow. So I don't I don't attempt that anymore. Um but that, that to be fair that was covering that song before before like Bex as an artist project existed. I was just sort oh, okay. of yeah, a bit of a bit of singing and a bit of stuff in bars at the time. What song is the ultimate party anthem? Um, I want to say Happiness by Alexis Jordan. I really love that it's getting so much attention on TikTok at the moment and it's like brought it back into my life. Um, it's such a good song. I like that. 
and now 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 it's in my head because I was on TikTok this morning and yeah. oh yeah which artist makes the most appearances on your playlist and you're allowed to say yourself oh it's well I mean it's not me it's fickle friends I don't, I don't tend to listen to my own music um, because by the time it comes out, I'm usually sick of it. <laughs> and I can go, oh, yeah, it's a good song. I really like performing that. But I don't necessarily want to listen to the version that's on Spotify because I've already listened to it so many times, writing it and editing it and all of that. Um, so it's Fickle Friends. Um, I'm obsessed with them. I also kind of orchestrated me opening for them back in January um, by basically... They, they posted, oh, we're going on tour to all of these cities. We want a local opener in each city. Who should we have? And I essentially told all of my friends, if you don't comment me on this post, you hate me. <laughs> and so out of every artist, I think I got about like, I think about 40 or 50 people went and commented me so they couldn't not book me. <laughs> Natalie the lead singer actually was like you were a very popular answer I was like yes thank you I bullied a lot of people into doing it <laughs> that is amazing I love, I love them they're my they're maybe my favorite band like I just I think they're great even though oh. they cause me to get mugged <laughs> also another one that I will be uh checking out today oh they're so good start with pretty great and then that's like from the new album and then if you want one from the old album glue is glue okay taking notes <laughs> who is an artist um that is considered to be a one-hit wonder that you feel like should have been bigger i'm gonna pick someone that you've never heard of because they had two hits in the uk and nothing else really happened for them. Um, they're called Rizzle Kicks. They were a duo. And they have two songs, which both did really well. I think they were both top 10. The first one's called Down With The Trumpets, which is great. And then the second one is Mama Do The Hump. And they were both such good songs. And then I don't have a single clue what Rizzle Kicks did after that. But I, I mean, I, I know what... Like one of the guys from Rizzle Kicks is now dating Jade Thurwall and he like releases his own music and he's just written a book. So I know what he's doing. I don't know what the other guy from Rizzle Kicks is doing. And um, I wish that they'd, I wish they'd had more hits so that I could have heard more of their stuff because it was great. I agree because I fucking love Rizzle Kicks. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Okay, great. I felt like, I felt like they never left the UK. Um, I mean, they, they weren't like popular over here. It was one of those things that I, I was listening to, um, I think it was Scott Mills and like he had them on and I, I have so much, I have so much love for Scott Mills. Like, it's really weird that you get like emotionally attached to these radio DJs, isn't it? But I'm very emotionally attached to Scott Mills. I yeah, I feel that. I I yeah. have more emotional attachment to the Radio One DJs than I do like any American radio DJs. So, 
<laughs> it's a good station, to be fair. It is. What is the song that reminds you of home? Um, I would say that anything by Elton John reminds me of my mum. I'm literally wearing an Elton John t-shirt right now. It's the It says the bitch is back. Um, and then ACDC reminds me of my dad. Nice. Yeah, my dad's my dad loves rock music. I love that. I don't know if he always did. Um, I mean, I took him to ELO a couple of years ago for his birthday, and oh, like wow. he used to love ELO when he was a kid. Well, he still does now, but yeah. Elsa reminds me of my mum. ACDC reminds me of my dad. ELO also reminds me of my dad. I love that. Uh, Mister Mister Blue Sky is my alarm. Nice. So and it sets you. I bet it sets you up great for the day. I bet it's really happy. It, yeah, and then then I go to work and people happen, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. What is the greatest love song of all time? This is the only question that I don't have an answer for. Like, I I don't know. And I, I I honestly couldn't even think of a love song that I regularly listen to. I just That's don't fair. go in for it. What do people normally say? Um, this is actually a new question uh, for this season. So, so I don't really have an answer. <laughs> um, what's a, what's the love song I listen to? Oh, I really like. I guess that's why they call it the Blues by Elton John. Nice, nice. Um. I can't think of anything else that is a love song that I'm always listening to, though. Maybe, can I say the winner takes it all, even though it's about heartbreak? Yeah. Then I'm going to say the winner takes it all, because I think that's one of the best songs of all time. Yeah, because, you know, love is different things for different people, and, you know, heartbreak is a part of that, so yeah. Okay, cool. Then it's the winner takes it all. Excellent. Case closed. I'm doing a little gavel. (laughs) yeah <laughs> uh what is the song that defined your generation now does that have to be does it have to define my generation for good or can it define my generation for for the worst either or okay then it's glee cast don't stop believing fair yeah, yeah. like the way that that song and that particular version of the song had us all in a death grip yeah it, it, it's yeah, it defined us. Yeah, that's I. I stand by that. Uh, Glee should have never survived past season two. Oh, but but seasons five and six are so funny. If you watch them through a certain lens, like that, they're not good, but they're very entertaining. <laughs> if you if you watch them, you know, with a certain, like I'm just going to watch this and laugh at it. I'm not going to try it, but I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, seasons one, two, and three are, like, the only good seasons of Glee, but four, five, and six are so unhinged that you kind of can't not laugh at them. Hmm. In your opinion, what is the greatest song ever written? Either... Tiny Dancer, or I guess that's why they call it the blues, by my guy, Elton John. He's going to appear a lot in this, by the way. Excellent. I'm, I love him. He's, he's good, for, good for the songwriting. I feel, like, I feel like he's written everything at this point. 
he really I just I've just got a lot of time for him the thing I don't have a lot of time for I purchased tickets to his farewell tour in 2018 I've still not seen it I'm going in October 2023 now it's been postponed twice and I'm a bit I'm a bit pissed off at him actually um but you know hopefully it's just twice <laughs> not a third time thanks Elton I uh, do you do you have thoughts on the uh Britney Elton collab yeah do you know I actually think it's really cute and I hated the Dua Lipa collab nice. but I like this one What is the song that you could listen to over and over again and never get sick of? Um, I don't know if there is one, but if there is, then it's this demo that I have, which is called Sucker, which I'm hoping I'm going to release next year. I just, I, I could, I just put it back to the beginning every time. Like, oh yeah, I did a really good job on this one. <laughs> That's fantastic. So if anyone if anyone's listening to this in sort of like early 2023, maybe go and see if that's out because it might be. Please do. Please do. Um, now I'm excited for it. <laughs> so now you have to release it. I, I mean, I am going to release it. Like, I think it's I think Sucker is going to be on an EP, which I may also call Sucker. Oh, I love it. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm doing an EP. Suck is going to be on it. I can't wait. Can't wait. Now, this this tends to be the most um, controversial question. Um, there are there are battle lines that have been drawn over this question. Okay. What is the greatest music video of all time? The thing is, I feel like I'm supposed to say either Take On Me or Bohemian Rhapsody. And I don't want to say either of those because they're fine. They're, they're good music videos, but things have moved on. Um, and I think it might be Toxic by Britney Spears. Bold choice. Just if I think about like music videos that have really stuck with me, there's there's really only two. And it's Toxic by Britney Spears and Marry the Night by Lady Gaga. And I think, you know, of the two of them, which of those is more iconic? It's toxic. This is, yeah, the even for for if no other reason than this, the flight attendant outfit. And uh, but it's also got her in that um like nude bodysuit that's just like bedazzled, like writhing around on the floor. And it's excellent. She's good for a bodysuit moment. She is. She was so hourglassy at that time as well. Yeah. I mean, she still probably is. I just don't, I don't watch her music videos anymore because she's not released in a while. This is true. What is the greatest musical collaboration of all time? It is Telephone by Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce. Excellent answer. Excellent yeah. answer. It, that that is the greatest musical collaboration of all time <laughs> because um how else would like we needed that Beyonce verse. Yeah. We 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 honestly kind of didn't deserve it, but we needed it. Yeah. She always knows. She always knows. Yeah. And like the, the song is just so I mean the song is just so good. It's like when it's when Gaga was like okay. 
okay yeah i've been a good pop artist now and it rocks if you could have a song play anytime you entered a room what would it be my connection died my connection died i'm so sorry you're okay okay if i could have a song play whenever i entered a room what would it be um it would be the bitches back by elton john fantastic answer because because why why not i mean if you're gonna enter a room to something like better make it believable I mean, I was very tempted to say um, Supermassive Black Hole by Muse, but I think that you'd have to look really cool every time you enter the room. And sometimes I'm just wearing my large Elton John the Bitches Back (laughs) t-shirt. That is, it's funny that you said that because for a lot of people, since I've entered this question into the list, that's been the first choice. And they go, well, I was going to pick this, but something something and then they pick something else so mm. so i need i need somebody to stand by super massive black hole i just i can't look that cool all the time yeah i can't like it's, it's a lot of effort like literally yesterday when i did this headline show as soon as i got off stage i went and i put my big t-shirt back on and my cycling shorts and i had done the whole gig looking like um sort of like emo kate bush but then i was like no big t-shirts going straight back on while i pack up i love that and that's hey that's fair what is the song that no matter what kind of vibe you're going for no matter what kind of playlist you're making this song will always go on it um, I kind of have two. One is that song that ends by Mr. Wives that I play when I'm in my feelings. Like I can be in any kind of feeling for that song and I'll still like have a little have a little tear. Um, and then at the moment, I'm really obsessed with this song called Panic by Phoebe Axer. It's just it's just really good. It just kind of has this like bright. It's got this bright summery vibe to it and it feels very 80s. And it only came out a few months ago, but I'm just really, really into it. I think it will come like top of my Spotify wraps, to be honest. Nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out. It's on my list. It's Thank on my, my Bex recommends list. <laughs> what is the best song for a road trip? Um, I think it's The Who, Barbara O'Reilly. Oh, nice. Like, it's long. It's got movements to it. And it's great start to finish. That's a fantastic answer. I love that. I haven't listened to that in a minute. I'm gonna have to play that sometime today. It's like it's also it's a very good like um, coming of age movie soundtrack song. It's very much a montage moment in a song. Yeah, it's it's just is beautiful. I really really love it. I like that. What is a song? that you would give anything to see played live okay so this one i thought about what are the two artists that i really want to see soon um one is paramore i would love to see them play ain't it fun live because i love that song my favorite paramore song and like obviously when you know when avril lavigne had me in a death grip so did Haley williams 
Um, actually, like my whole vocal style, like the way that I sing is based on Kelly Clarkson and Hayley Williams. And like, I know that because I did it on purpose when I was 13 and it's just stuck. That's what I sound like now. It's it's funny that uh, you you said that uh, because the clip of Prettier that is on your Instagram, I had it playing and I walked into the other room and I went, that's that's Haley Williams and walked back and it was it was you and I was like oh this is good this is Thank good you. I, I I I did it on purpose I appreciate that I really I really tried <laughs> like it's um, it was like head goosebumps I was like this is okay yeah she she's the rock voice yeah everybody like, loves her too yeah like, of course you want to sound like Hayley. She's incredible. Um, and then the other one is like, I would like to actually see Elton John um, in 2023. So I went with, I guess that's why they call it the blues. Excellent. Excellent. I genuinely, I spent like 350 quid on those tickets for me and my mum so that we could have good seats in the arena. And um, it just, it's been five years. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be five years by the time I see him. Like, I feel like I've, I've I've just aged so much since I bought these tickets. <laughs> like, what's you'll, going on? You'll have a better appreciation for. I mean, I hope so. I mean, if if he keeps putting you off, at, at some point it's going to be the hologram concert. Do you know what though? The hologram. Listen, I've I've seen the other hologram concert, and let me tell you about my conspiracy theory. They look too real to be holograms. Hmm. When when they're like standing on the stage, it looks too real to be holograms. Like there's bits where they kind of like blow them up on the big screen, and like then you can tell it's CGI. The rest of it is like I don't believe that's a hologram. I think that's I just think that's people that have had loads of surgery to look like ABBA. Like it was just too realistic. They're also all of the holograms are really sexy. Oh. Hmm. And people have told me that I'm wrong for that, but I'm not. They're all really sexy. Okay. This is a judgment-free zone. Thank you. So we have come to the final question. This is the most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together today. Um, so you are you are at the gates of whatever kind of like afterlifey type thing uh, that you believe in. And uh, before they will let you in, they're, they're making you a lovely welcome basket. There's some muffins. Um, you know, there's some pamphlets of like the neighborhood goings on and things. Um, and they are also making a mixtape of your life. Now, Bex my new favorite artist what is the first song on that mixtape well now i feel like i didn't take this question seriously enough greg um because i put this hell by rena sawayama i'll allow it <laughs> because it i'm sorry but it's funny it, i just yeah. thought it'd be funny if now if I have to I do a serious one, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've got no, to stick that's, with the funny one. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, I, I just thought it'd be funny. 
I mean, previ previous answers have been like highway to hell. Like nobody takes this question super seriously. So you're okay, you're all I, good. Yeah, I just I want the silly song about how gay people are going to hell and it's going to be really fun. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love that. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like yeah, like that's a, this hell is going on my funeral playlist. Uh, <laughs> So that is the end of the show. Uh, if you would uh, like to tell the folks listening at home and all over the world uh, where they can hear your music, where they can find you on the socials. Yeah, you can listen to my music on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you like. Um, it's there. Um, and you just have to look up Bex, which is B-E-X-X. -X, and um if that brings up uh, Project Bex, who is the other Bex, um, then you just need to add another little song title. So you can add Prettier. You can add Hard to Love. You can even add Sucker and just see if it's out yet by the time you're listening. Um, um, and then on socials, I am at Bex MP3 everywhere. And I will put all of that in uh, the, the, the episode notes. Um, and... I, I always do this when I say the episode notes. No one is ever going to see this video. Uh, <laughs> but thank you uh, for for being the first episode of Volume Four. Well, I'm excited. It's been it's been fantastic. I I'm such a fan of you, and I cannot wait to see what is coming next and when when Sucker comes out. I it's it's all i'm gonna listen to well excellent maybe i'll let you maybe i'll let you listen to the to the demo greg yes i love the inside stuff yes love this podcast Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.